This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. If uh, you have weekends off. Uh, the Saints game yesterday stunk. and We're going we're gonna to talk about that coming up on the show. There, there was a, an awful call i mean you you hate to blame a bad call by the officials as the reason why you lost the game i mean the the two missed extra points didn't help and that the saints did make some mistakes but 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 that that roughing the passer call after the saints intercepted the ball in the end zone that that was not roughing the passer. There, there's there's no doubt about that, and that hurt them. Um, but they played arguably the hottest team in the NFL yesterday on the road, and they and they lost by by two two points, and they and they missed two extra points. Um, more on that coming up. In the United Kingdom, police just found. 900 pounds of cocaine worth $44 million in a load of onion rings. British authorities busted a truck driver there. More than 900 pounds of cocaine. It was hidden in a shipment of frozen onion rings. 921 pound load has a street value of more than 44 million dollars they arrested one guy a 30 year old guy from Poland named Piotr Przenowski and uh, he's facing a charge of smuggling class A drugs you know, when you get caught with over 900 pounds of cocaine, I know one thing you can't tell the cops. It's just for me. It's just for my, for my head. Um, if this sounds familiar, this $44 million cocaine bust comes on the heels of another massive cocaine bust in Europe. You might remember this. We talked about this on the show a few weeks ago. Last month, Portuguese police seized five tons of cocaine off of a yacht in the Atlantic Ocean. Um... There was also another big arrest last month resulting in the arrest of more than 150 people and uh, the seizure of hundreds of pounds of, of various drugs. So, they, uh, you, you know, the, 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 you see these big ones in the news, these big busts, these big arrests, but these are the ones that, that they're finding. Uh, you you wonder how many other ones are, are 
still out there going to where they go. Yeah, because you you think about it, they arrested one dude, and he was in charge of $44 million worth of product. One guy was in charge of $44 million worth of product, so it makes you wonder how many people out there are 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 transporting more than that, you know, in trains, planes, and automobiles. Yeah, and this truck, they thought they were just, uh, they, they were supposed to be trucking, Frozen onion rings. That's, that's probably one of the most creative. You know, I know some they transport cocaine inside of statues and book covers and speakers. You know, they find ways to do it. Yeah, and as as someone who went to college in the nineteen eighties, that's me. And 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 cocaine was everywhere in the nineteen eighties. I I. I've said this before. I was I was never the biggest Coke person. Um, I'm naturally kind of bouncy. I, I don't I don't I don't need any anything to, to to get me up. If I need something, it's to it's to it's to bring me down. But. Um, and I know you, Coleman. You've you've never never even tried this stuff. Nah, I've seen other people and what it does to them. I I'm already uh I'm I'm satisfied with my beer and my alcohol. But it makes me wonder. You know, I drink beer a lot. I know there's some people that are hooked on caffeine, you know, coffee. Some people are addicted to gambling or whatnot. Wouldn't it just be easier just to make coke legal and just let people just do it if they can? You know, you know how many functioning cokeheads they have around the world that we probably don't know about. Somebody who just take a bump in the morning and goes to work and we never know about it. When you think about the manpower it takes, here's, this is a guy transporting $44 million worth of cocaine in onion rings, right? Obviously, he's not the only one out there. It's safe to say we're losing the war on drugs. Wouldn't it be better just tap out and say, you know what, if you want to snort your brains out and destroy your life, Hey, freedom and liberty. Look, Knock yourself out. I, I think if we if we did that, it would be a rough first year. Okay. Um, I, I think there, there there would be there would be people that uh, wouldn't be able to control themselves. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how many, but I think it would be a rough first year. Um. And then and then who knows? I I look the libertarian in me. Is is up for that conversation, but I, 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 you know, you know, marijuana is different. That should be legal in in every state, and it's not quite yet. I, I, boy, you know, yeah, it's it's rough. (laughs) Cocaine. As soon as people do it, they just want to do more and more and more and more and more. Just like coffee, just like sex, just like gambling. If you like something, you like it. It's like, what's the difference between somebody snorting coke and somebody eating a Baconator every day? You know, we, 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 we destroy ourselves in different ways. I like to drink. Some people like to eat pizza every day. Some people eat, eat McDonald's every day. Some people are, are wired to caffeine. Red Bulls, you know, there's a lot of ways we can destroy ourselves in excess. So... Well, you have to eat food, and you have to you have to you have to drink beverages, mm-hmm. um, and too much of it can destroy. Like too much water can kill you when you think about it. I'm just thinking, like just logically wise, it, people are going to do what they're going to do anyway, whether it's legal or not. And and plus, it's it's like saying if we do make coke legal, everybody's going to tr- uh, just go ahead and do it because it's legal now. I don't I don't think so. I think if you already like coke, it's like all right, I'll do it. But if you don't want to, like if they make cocaine legal tomorrow, I'm not going to start just because it's legal. No. Um, you know something you brought up drinking water. You're supposed to drink about eight glasses of water a day. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. What's wild about that is how come after you have a couple of beers, you feel like you have to you have to urinate for seemingly almost ever. <laughs> Yet they want us to drink eight around eight glasses of water a day. So over over the last month, there, there have been a couple of massive, 
massive cocaine bust. This this one. Some guy hauling onion rings. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> All right, coming up on the show. The Saints uh yesterday was a tough one. And yeah, the the that that bad call by the ref, man. We've seen that before here in Saints Nation. Uh, that obviously didn't help. But, but but was it the only reason why they lost yesterday? No. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. And we'll tell you about a band who played. And they had to apologize after their lead singer peed right on a fan's face in the middle of their show. Hang out with us. we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. Rough one for the Saints yesterday in Nashville against the Tennessee Titans. I know a lot of people are blaming the, uh, the the ref uh, who who made the call against the Saints, the roughing the passer call there at the end of the first half when the Saints intercepted the ball in the end zone and it should have been uh, first and ten for the Saints. But because of the uh, roughing the passer call, it gave the ball back to Tennessee, and they went in and, and, and scored. And the Saints ended up losing by, by two points, and they, they missed two extra points. Their, their rookie kicker, who's filling in for Will Lutz, Brian Johnson, missed two extra points, and, and the Saints lost by two. Do you know that the Saints, the the last time, the last eight times they've gone for a two-point conversion, they have failed. They are 0 for their last eight in two-point conversions after scoring a touchdown. Um, You would think with Taysom Hill, they would would do better on two-point conversions. But and and look again it's it's easy just to blame the whole thing on that not one bad call because it was horrible and they they showed the replay five times and and there was there was no roughing the passer even the the announcers said there there was there, there was no roughing the passer um so so that stunk i mean uh, 
other than the couple of things I just told you, the Saints played with arguably the hottest team in in the league, definitely the AFC, and they 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 played with them and uh, and, and and they lost by two points. And and when you look at the Saints' schedule this year, they seem to beat the better teams that they play, and they lose to the teams that don't seem to be as good as the Saints. And so the the fact that they they went to Nashville and boy played with one of the best teams in the league right till the end that that was encouraging but i know especially ever since that nfc playoff game that 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 nfc championship game a couple of seasons ago here in the dome when they didn't call the pass interference when it was pass interference and that sent the wrong team to the Super Bowl. The, the Saints should have went to the Super Bowl. I, I know that there's a lot of Saints fans that look at every call funny. And and and, and that call at the end of the game, at the end of the first half yesterday, that there's no there's no doubt about it. It wasn't roughing the passer, and Tennessee should not have. Retained possession, and, and 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 who know who knows what would have happened if that inter- interception stood. Yeah, when you consider the fact that we were uh, they lost by two and they missed two uh, field goals. The thing is, extra points. Two, yeah. yeah, extra points. I'm sorry. This, the Saints are a Frankenstein monsters team. They're they're working with patches. They don't have none of their starters for the most part. Kamara didn't play. Uh, they with the QB three. You know they had to bring in Ingram. We don't. Uh, we're Lutz. Our kick is out. Michael Thomas is out. So to say that we're working with a bunch of patchwork, you know, just plugging in the holes, plugging in the spots. They didn't look that bad overall when you consider like what we're playing and what we're going up against. The thing is, it just sucks that you know a loss is a loss no matter what. But the effort is there. They're trying. The, 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 some of the play calls, they say Sean Payton is bad at clock management and all that. But, however, based on what we have and what we're going up against, New Orleans isn't doing that bad. We're not, we're not as bad as some of the other teams in the league. Well, there's no doubt about it that the Saints have had a, a bunch of injuries this year. Um, you, you know, you, you, you'd hope the, the guys who are replacing – the injured Saints would do well, um, and and playing without Alvin Kamara, one of the best running backs in the in the league, obviously hurts. Though Mark Ingram yesterday, in his return, I mean he's he's been back a couple of a couple of weeks now. Uh, yesterday, he passed Deuce McAllister to become the Saints' all-time leading rusher. So, so, so Mark Ingram has now carried for more yards than any other New Orleans Saint, and that should last for a little while until Alvin Kamara breaks his record. Yeah, I heard uh, Deuce McAllister congratulate him on the air when it happened, when they finally made it a finish uh, official. Yeah, and Deuce was asked about that before uh, Sunday's game, before yesterday's game. And and Deuce said, "Look, you know, records are made to be broken. That that's 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 why they're there." And uh, it, it it was just a frustrating loss. And and yeah, the 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 bogus roughing the passer call when the Saints intercepted the Titans in the end zone, it hurt them. It didn't kill them. But it, but it hurt them, and uh, it it was one of the reasons why the Saints lost the game yesterday. And, and again, 
you don't want to you don't want to blame the refs because it I mean I've I've heard people I've heard fans of so many different teams in the NFL blame the refs for why they lost and and you know when I see Saints fans do it a lot of the times it's like well that wasn't the only thing that happened but well yesterday's game and and but and and that that NFC championship game uh, against the Rams a few seasons ago uh when they when they didn't call the pass interference the, the, now 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 that without a doubt sent the wrong team to the Super Bowl this text says the Saints should have challenged that holding play that was plain as day even in the replay this text says, I, I don't know if you could challenge holding just like they couldn't challenge the roughing the passer I I, I don't I don't think you can you can challenge that. I mean, there's a, there's many plays you can challenge, but I don't I don't think you could challenge the, the, those those specific types of, of plays. And I think that's where the frustration lies because you always had that seed of doubt, like what would have been if it wasn't for that bad call. Yes, the Saints did uh, mess up a few things on their own. However, when you see the consequences of that bad call, it's always that little thing in your mind, like what would have happened had it not been for that call, especially if you realize they only lost by two points. You know, and that's the thing that frustrates you. It'll be one thing if the Saints had lost on their own volition, no bad calls or anything. They just lost. Nobody would have, It would have been depressing, but no one would have had anybody to complain about. But when a ref does something like that, then it's always like, oh, it should have been, it could have been, it would have been. But, but, but if – if the rookie kicker doesn't miss two extra points, mm-hmm. then the Saints go to overtime. Yeah, uh, against, but if it wasn't for the call, Tennessee. they uh, they put a what been it yeah, would have been more. Yeah. Of a... I, I I know, and it, it's something. Uh, a few seasons ago, they moved the extra point back. I mean, the extra point used to be ninety nine point nine percent good. Because it was so close, and then about a few seasons ago, they moved the extra point back, and now it's uh, over thirty yards, and, and it's 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 a decent sized kick. And and yesterday, the rookie replacement kicker missed missed two of them. I don't have a problem with that. I think it should be a little bit more difficult. If it's ninety nine point nine, I think it should just to oh, make the it's, game. It's more... made it's made the games more exciting and yeah. more entertaining. There's, there's no doubt about that. Moving, moving the extra point back the way they, the way they did. Yeah, separates the men from the boys. So, ah, uh, dang it! Well, hey, there's, there's another Monday. There's always, there's always next week. Hey, the Pelicans got their second win of the season over, over the weekend on Saturday night. They're How now, many? They're now two and twelve. But it was good that they, they won their first home game of the season as they wait for the return of Zion Williamson. Their other star, Brandon Ingram, uh, played Saturday night for the first time in a while. And uh, they they actually got their second win of the season. So a little bit of good news there. Um, coming up on the show this morning, we'll tell you about a band who had to apologize to their fans after their lead singer peed on a fan in the middle of a show. Talk about timing. Um, hang out with us. we got a lot to get to this morning here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Over the weekend, in Luxembourg, they held the International Tattoo Convention. Obviously, I couldn't make it to Luxembourg over the last couple of days, uh, so I went to Walmart. Uh, Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterland. This band was was playing a few nights ago, and they had to apologize on stage after their lead singer, 
on a fan's face in the middle of the show. The band is called Brass Again. They're known for performing brass versions of rock songs. Sounds pretty cool, right? But the band Brass Again has issued an apology after its lead singer peed on a fan's face at a festival in Daytona Beach. The other night. That happened. During a set at the Welcome to Rockville Festival in Daytona Beach, Florida, this past Thursday night, their singer, a woman named Sophia, pulled down her pants on stage and peed on a fan mid-song. Witnesses say the fan was surprisingly willing. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if you're a front row at this at this band's performance, you may know what you're getting into. I wouldn't be surprised if the fan asked for it. I mean, there are in Florida. But Coleman, this has never happened before with, with this band or pretty much any band I could ever imagine playing live on a stage. That you know about. You don't know what happens on the, on, on, on the underground circuit. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, on Friday, remember this happened Thursday night. On Friday, the band posted an apology on Twitter and they assured fans that it wasn't a planned stunt. They said, we had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected, and it's not something you'll see again at our shows. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. So they, All right, they, did anybody reach out to the fan and ask the fan how the, how they felt about it? I, we, we have not heard from the fan yet, Coleman. The singer grabbed a bottle of water during the performance and noted that the show would be closed out with her relieving herself on someone in the audience once she drank it all. So... During the show, the singer drinking a bottle of water, and she said in in the microphone, "When I drink all of this, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna relieve myself on someone." That further supports my theory that the fan asked for it, and then she said, "Quote: Get my man with the can on his head ready." Because we're going to bring him on stage, and I'm a piss in this mother bleeper's mouth, she said. A few minutes later, the man indeed climbed onto the stage with what looked like an empty can attached to his forehead. He laid down flat on his back on stage, prompting the singer to straddle his head, slide her pants down, and pee into the can, or at least aim for the can. Okay, I see. I wasn't at the concert. I can't say that I was. I didn't go to Daytona. Now, when she announced her intentions before it happened, it makes me wonder how did the crowd react. When she said, hey, sooner or later, I'm going to urinate in somebody's face, did the crowd go, yeah, we can't wait to see it? Or did the crowd go, oh, no, what's going on here? And then for the man to come up on stage voluntarily, once again, I think he wanted to be a part of the show. So it makes me wonder, if nobody discouraged her from doing it, I'm quite, I'm quite sure the, the crowd went wild and the, man, and the fan enjoyed himself. Who did they have to apologize to? Uh, the people who witnessed it. But it seems like they were into it. That's the thing. If she said what she's going to do and they stuck around for it and they watched it, I mean, I'm just saying if I was at the show... I probably wouldn't complain. 
I'd probably be like, whoa, this is a wild show. Look what's going on here. And then after she did it, she said, security, get him the bleep out of here. <laughs> get the bleep out of here. You're done. <laughs> and and there's a there, there's a video of it, but I didn't want to put it on our on our website. I don't want someone seeing the female singer of a band urinate on on a fan who came up onto the stage and is lying there on his back. But you do know out there there are men that actually pay for that kind of treatment. That dominatrix treat me like horrible crap. You know, there's a whole fetish about that. It's called Fendom, feminine domination. But not where, a not a live music festivals on stage. Hey, it's a wild party. Well, again, the the name of the band is Brass Against. They apologized after their lead singer peed on a fan's face in the middle of the show, and then the next day they tweeted saying it it will never happen again. Yeah. And then and that that band Brass Against. And they they perform brass versions of rock songs. I guarantee you that ticket sales are going to increase. Coleman, I don't think people want to see that when they when they go. Ah, they got people out there that's willing to see that, John. <laughs> I know it's disgusting to you and it's disgusting to me, but there's a whole lot of people out there that's into all kind of weird stuff that you and I are unfamiliar with. It's a big world out there, and it takes all kinds. Well, this event led to them getting national press, and I saw the story, and and there's a there's a a bunch of more people now who know the name of the band Brass Against, but but they apologized and they said it, it'll it'll never happen again. If they come to New Orleans, I might give them a I might check them out, see what they're about. All right, coming up next on the show, it's this morning's Big O segment. We always want to get your take on the Big O. Uh, that's next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterlind. Since it's five after seven, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. And our Big O segment, I always want to get your take on something. And it's something uh, that made me go, huh? And that's why I want to get your opinion on it via our text. And this morning's Big O is about yesterday's Saints game and the roughing the passer call towards the end of the first half. Tennessee threw an interception. The Saints intercepted it in the end zone. But instead of the Saints having the ball, they called roughing the passer, and it obviously was not a roughing the passer. They showed the replay 
five different times. And and even the announcers in the in the broadcast booth said, I don't I don't see roughing the passer there. But that's not a play that's reviewable. And then Tennessee went in and scored. And the Saints ended up losing by by two points. Do you think the reason why they lost the game was the bad call? I, I, I never like using that as as a reason for why a team won or a team lost be, because of a call. But that has happened in the past. And, and we all know here in New Orleans, the NFC Championship game a few years ago when the refs didn't call pass interference against the Los Angeles Rams and that sent the wrong team to the Super Bowl. Look, yesterday's game, the, the, the Saints weren't perfect. Uh, their, their rookie kicker filling in for Will Lutz missed two extra points. And, and, and the Saints lost by two. The other thing is that the, the last eight times the Saints have gone for a two-point conversion after they scored a touchdown, uh, they've been unsuccessful. So they're, they're 0 for their last eight. And you would think with, with Taysom Hill, they, they, would, they would be better at getting a, a converting on a two-point conversion. But that didn't happen yesterday. I I know some people who think that 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 bad call cost the Saints the game. It had something to do with them losing. There's no doubt about it. But if the Saints had Alvin Kamara, I, I... their, their quarterback, Trevor Simeon, played well. He didn't turn the ball over. Uh, for the for the second week in a row, he led a comeback. They, they were losing. They, they were down in the last couple of minutes of the game. And with a little over a minute to go, they, they scored a touchdown. He threw a touchdown pass to Callaway. And they just failed on the two-point conversion. I've never been a fan of, of, of blaming an official's call in, in any sport for the reason why a team won or a team lost. Now, there's so many games. So... Once in a while, that's going to happen. I mean, they're, they're human beings, and human beings make mistakes. And, and there's no doubt about it that that call was a mistake. That, that there was no roughing the passer. The Saints should have intercepted the ball. They, they should have had the ball starting at the 20-yard line, and Tennessee wouldn't have scored. It makes me wonder, <clears throat> why are some calls reviewable and some aren't? Like, why have the manpower to catch a play with all the, these different camera angles, all these different, you know, all the footage, you, you got slow motion, you can reverse it, you can do all this stuff, and you can see an obvious mistake, something that's clearly wrong. What's the point of having all technology to pinpoint when something's wrong if you can't reverse it or challenge it? That's the part that bothers me. If it's something that's clearly wrong, we should be able to do something about that, right? Well, Coleman, the the calls that are reversible are the are are the calls to see if a guy is in bounds or out of bounds, to see if a guy got over the goal line or didn't get over the goal line, or to see if a guy 
got to the first down marker or didn't get to the first down marker. But calls that are that are made by the officials, like a penalty call, they don't let that get reviewed. They 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 said, well, the official called the penalty, so he must have saw a penalty. All right. Or or, or the or like what happened in the NFC Championship game, the official did not see a penalty, so there must not have been a penalty. So. When when an official calls a penalty, that's that's not reviewable. It should be if it could be. It can literally. It's not reviewable as far as the game goes. But we can literally review it. We can go back and watch it. We can see a mistake. So the fact that we could see it and everybody else can witness it, and we can all go back in time and go on YouTube and go on social media and watch it in slow motion. I think the fact that we have the technology to correct mistakes like that at least. Shouldn't the refs be penalized? Like, hey, you this is a wrong call. It, it affected the flow of the game. Like, sh- shouldn't he be fined? Like, what's the point of having the ability to look at a mistake and not do nothing about it? I, I'm with you. I I think I think pretty much everything should be reviewable because we do have the technology. And and yesterday when they showed that instant replay five times, five different times, we all saw that. That that was a botched call. There, there was there was no roughing the quarterback there. All right, so we 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 saw that. I think the ref should be held accountable. Like, hey, d- check out this footage and tell me what you think now. You know. And and you know the Tennessee Titans, one of the best teams in the NFL. They're 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 playing well, and the Saints went to their field and played with them right until the end of the game, and. Who knows what would have happened if they didn't make that bad call? Who 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 knows what would have happened? We 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 can't say for sure. But I've I've lived here a long time now. I've lived here almost fourteen years, and I have noticed in every football season. On social media, Facebook and such, how there are our Saints fans who who complain a lot about the officials, and then they will always say the NFL doesn't want the Saints to win. The NFL doesn't want the Saints because they're a they're a small market team. The NFL doesn't doesn't want them to win. Look, I I know when it comes to NFL cities, New Orleans is one of the, the the smallest NFL cities. But I mean, you look at the whole Gulf South; it's mostly Saints fans. Well, the, the Saints have lots and lots of fans, and I wanted to get your take. Do, do you think? That bad call cost the Saints the game yesterday. Again, it didn't it didn't help, but I never I never like saying they lost because of the referees. I because I, there have been times where you could say they 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 won because of the referees. I, I think if the Saints made a few more plays, didn't miss a couple extra points. They would have won that game. This text says, "Not sure if it would have changed the outcome, but it wasn't rough in the passer. It's been a lot of passer. It's been a lot of rough calls, but um, passes across the NFL this year." Well, yeah, they they are going out of their way to protect the quarterback. You 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 pretty much can't can't touch the guy. Ricky says they're beating themselves right now. There's no fire. D. Shea says, it wasn't just because of the bad call. The two extra point misses cost us as well. And and I mentioned earlier in the show that the frustrating part of, about this season's Saints team so far is we just passed the, right at the halfway point, whatever it is, 
they seem to play better against the good teams. They they they've beaten the good teams, and you look at some of their losses. I mean, they lost to Atlanta. Did you see what happened to Atlanta yesterday in Dallas? Atlanta went into the locker room at halftime losing 36-3 to in the first half. The Saints lost to the Giants earlier this season, and the Giants aren't a very good football team. The Saints, they've lost to some bad teams, but they seem to play better against the better teams. This text says, it was definitely a seven-point swing, impossible 14-point swing. So, yes, but in addition, it was a bad kicker and the wrong quarterback. Taysom Hill should be the starter. Well, Simeon played played well yesterday. But it, it was definitely a seven-point swing, and they lost by two points. So, obviously, it had a lot to do with, 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 with them losing, but... Just to point the finger at at the ref and say that's why the Saints lost yesterday, it's not the only reason why they lost yesterday. Yeah, this text says kickers win game. And following that one, this one says, no, they lost because we can't find a kicker to kick the point after the goal. If he made the two he missed, then it would have been tied instead of going for the uh, – it, it cut off after that. And if and if the Going Saints – for the two points at the end. And if the Saints yeah. could have held them in the last tight. minute and change – it would have it would have gone to overtime. Yeah, that was Eric. I mean, the Saints defense is 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 they're they're a good defense. They're they're a solid defense. Um, but but not having Alvin Kamara yesterday hurt a lot. Text us because I want to know if 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 you flat out blame the refs for the Saints losing yesterday. Um, I I've never been a huge fan of that. I don't blame the rest. I just blame the. I just, I just don't like the idea, and I blame the fact that we have the technology to correct the mistake, and we don't use it. And, and should they be able to review everything? And I mean everything, because they're not able to review when a ref calls a penalty or when a ref doesn't call a penalty. They're 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 not able to review that, and we have the technology to do so. W- would would that make the game better? It sure would have made yesterday's game better, wouldn't it have? Text us, 504-260-9595. Please keep your text short, and if your text is good, we'll read it coming up next on the show here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Just read where a cat went missing three months ago and was found 200 miles away. The cat was living in Pennsylvania, and the cat was found in New York. And the cat returned to its home. The owner of the cat was overjoyed at the reunion, uh, but the cat was like, whatever. It's cool when you see a story like that, how... uh, a cat ends up 200 miles away from where it's supposed to be and things are things are back to normal coming up next your texts on this morning's big o segment do you think the blown call by the official the roughing the passer penalty against the saints when they intercepted the titans in the end zone Do you think that call cost the Saints the game yesterday? Your text on that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment was I asked you to tell me, was it the, the, the blown referee call yesterday was it was it the the roughing the passer call that cost the saints the game in nashville against the tennessee titans and we asked you to uh, text us tiger says 
was a bad call, but nobody's talking about pitiful Troutman. He's got to he's got to go. He moved the ball back on the two point conversion. That's the tight end who they drafted not long ago, and he's uh, he's not gotten off to a good start here in New Orleans. Ray Morero says, "Wish me luck. I'm trying not for kicker tomorrow." Good luck, Ray. Eric says, "We need some wide receivers. It's sad when the running back Mark Ingram has the second most receiving yards." Yeah, this year the Saints. Uh, Wide receiving core is uh, historically bad. And says, roughing the passer is ser- is a serious penalty and absolutely should be reviewed. Well, that's the thing, and, and that's one of those calls that can't be reviewed. Even though we all saw the instant replay uh, several times, and it was obvious that it was not roughing the passer, but that call not able to be reviewed I think since we have the technology, every call should be able to be reviewed. Why not? Uh, This text says that if we reviewed every – the NFL believes that they reviewed every play, it would delay the game too much. But you'd get it right. (laughs) This text – this is from Cisco. The Saints need a quarterback. He holds the ball for too long. Simeon actually played well yesterday. He didn't turn it over. He led them for the second week in a row late in the game down the field to score a touchdown. I mean, they weren't able to get the two-point conversion, but that's two weeks in a row now, both losses, that Trevor Simeon has led the Saints down the field at the end of the game when they were losing, and he 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 scored a touchdown. Yeah, we had a lot more, but we pressed for time. <laughs> we always appreciate your text. Thank you, and you're always invited to text the show anytime we're doing the show about anything. And if your text is good, we'll read it on the air. Uh, always always keep the texts short. Uh, coming up on the show, I've got a list of a few things that you can do that would really make somebody feel good. Still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. And did you know we used to have tons of pay toilets in the United States? I wonder why we don't have them anymore. Uh, Stay tuned for those coming up here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. And did you know... Back in 1974, there were more than 500,000 pay toilets in the United States. But by 1980, they were almost completely gone. Pay toilets. Evidently, that that was big for a while with, with public public bathrooms, but then they they just disappeared. I, I don't ever remember seeing a pay toilet in my lifetime. I've seen them in movies, but never in real life. Why do you think they be, there were so many of them, and then why do you think they just disappeared the, the way they did? I Evidently, some businesses thought they could make a few bucks. That's why that's why they had them. But, I mean, how awful would it be to, to really have to go? Something you really can't control. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you got, you were, you were in a public bathroom and, and you got to pay to use the toilet. Well, it, it's, it's sort of like pay phones. You know, there once was a time where you had to pay for phones, and now when technology grew, you didn't have to anymore. We still have to pay for parking. Now, when it comes to paid bathrooms, my theory is when somebody had to go really, really bad, but they didn't have the money to open the stall, they just went wherever they were. Like, if you went to a Woolsworth and you had to pay to go, but you didn't have the money to go, you just drop drop your deuce right down the floor. So you you think that's why they ended? Yep. If you have to go that bad and you don't have the money, you're not going to hold it and go home. You're going to say, screw this, I'm going to go right here and just go. And I, I think uh, businesses got tired of having to clean up the mess for those who couldn't afford to get into the paid stalls. Look, 
things are always changing. That, that That's one thing that as you uh, get older, you, you realize things change. People aren't a, a big fan of change. Many, many, many people don't like change. I can understand the, the telephone. I mean, the I mean, pay phone booths were, were pretty disgusting places. But now that pretty much everybody is walking around with their, with their own phone, technology, technology is what rendered the, 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 the pay phone to go away. So you, you, you think the mess that was made around public uh, toilets that you had to pay for mm-hmm. is the reason that the over half a million public toilets that were in this country in 1974. Yeah, that's my theory. I wasn't around clearly Danny. in the 70s, but if I nah. had to guess, if I had to guess why they would get rid of it, I'm thinking to my, if you had to pay a dime or a quarter to go use it and you're bouncing up and down and you just say, screw it, you just drop it and go on the walls, go on the floor, and they're like, okay, this is not working out. That means you would have to carry change in the event of having to go. That means when you went out somewhere, if you wanted to go to a store or a mall, you would have to carry change on you just in case you may have to go. Yeah, I remember being a kid, you know, my, my, my father said, always carry a dime with you in case you had to make a phone call. And, and, and those are the days when there, when there were pay phones. But I never, he never gave me a, another dime or, or a quarter in a dime to say, well, carry this in case you, you're, you got to go to the bathroom somewhere and, and you need to drop this uh, in the toilet as well. Scott says, I pooped several times during Mardi Gras. Haven't we all? <laughs> this text says, they used to pay for toilets in the uh, train and bus station in New Orleans. Tyler says, the airport always had to pay. So so there, there used to be paid toilets at, at the airport here. Yeah. How awful would that be? You're just getting off a, a flight and you have to go. And then you have to pay to pay to go. What if they had them on airplanes? Oh, that would really suck. It used to cost a dime, ten cents to go. To go, wow! You had to pay ten. You had to drop a dime to drop a deuce. Boy, you know, th- there are times we think that times are tough, uh, but then then you you look back and you see something like this, and wow! You used to have to have to pay to use a toilet in a public bathroom. Still got to pay for parking. I can't wait till 45 years from now we stop paying for parking. That would be cool. I don't see how that's going to end, Coleman. <laughs> well, I'm quite I don't sure. see any technology that would, that, that would make that end. Or any mess. Because those are the two reasons why the, 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 the pay phone went away and the, the pay toilet went away. Um. Coming up this morning on the show, I still have the dumbest thing I, I read all morning. And co- coming up next, it's got a, a, a few small things that you could do that could that could really make someone's day. Hang out for for those here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7. New Orleans' only classic rock station. You know, most people would tell you that doing something nice or something good for someone else makes them feel better. And that's true if you've ever, ever done that. I've got a few small things here that you could, you could do and, You'd be helping someone out, and it would make you feel better, too, because, too, because you just you just help them out. Um, helping a friend, a family member, or a co-worker with a task. Now, you're probably thinking, well, what's the, what's the task? But a lot of times, it's, it's a small deal, and, and you'd really be be helping someone out. How about just saying good morning to people? You know, we work in a big building here, 
and if I see someone on the elevator and I'm I'm riding the elevator up or or, or down with, with with someone, a lot of times I will say good morning uh, to that to that stranger and and I'll say have a good one, and that makes me feel feel pretty good. Um, holding a door for someone, especially a stranger. Giving someone a compliment, just complimenting them about something about themselves. Uh, buying someone a cup of coffee. Or a beer. There you go. And helping helping someone carry groceries or, or, or helping someone carry something else uh, that you see they're having a tough time with. I mean, these are, these are small things. But it's the, it's the little things in life that, that go a long way. I think those are for extroverts. See, I'm an introvert. It doesn't really, you know, I feel weird when strangers talk to me, even if it is a nice complimentary manner because I don't know what to say after that. Like, hey, good morning. Like, is it though? You know, for me to feel better, someone will have to flash me their boobs. That works every time. Like, good morning and helping me, like opening the door for me. I, I guess it's nice. And it's okay, and I say thank you, but really, flash me your boobs if you want me to feel better. And for me to make other people feel better, uh, especially women, I do sex with them. That helps. No, that's that's nice of you, Coleman. I know, right? Yeah, the the the, the list I had, uh, just small things that could that that could go a long way for extroverts. Comes to, to to making someone else feel good, and then and then you do that, it makes you feel good too. Hey, coming up next, I got the dumbest thing I read all morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here, and it's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Woman jumps barrier at Bronx Zoo lion exhibit, dances with roses, and tosses cash. Cha-ching! This happened the other day up at the Bronx Zoo in New York City. A woman was seen climbing over a barrier there, and, and the barrier was at the Bronx Zoo's lion exhibit. Witnesses said that she was holding roses and tossing money toward the lion. She was making it rain. Yeah, this happened um, Thursday afternoon. It's past Thursday. The woman was wearing a blonde wig, red dress, and leopard print shawl. She addressed the animal from about 15 feet away as if it were a long-lost friend. She carried flowers and threw what appeared to be cash into the air until one point while she was uh, over the lion barricade. Okay, so what happened to the money? Just out of curiosity. Did the lions get to keep it? Did the zookeeper get to keep it? Did they give it back to her? What happened to the money that she tossed at a lion? It's a good question, Coleman. I'm, I'm sure after this happened, uh, workers at the Bronx Zoo went in there and, uh, and grabbed the cash. Cha-ching! Evidently, this woman's husband video recorded this on his cell phone huh could, could, could you imagine I mean you're you're a married couple and, and and the wife says okay now that we're here at the Bronx Zoo I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over over the uh, the barrier here at the lion exhibit and and I'm gonna have these roses 
in one hand, I've got cash in another hand, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna dance with, with the lions. And and her husband said, okay, I'll I'll video record you, and instead of saying, honey, you we should go to the doctor because you you obviously have some sort of mental illness that needs to be addressed here. Yeah, see, the, the idea that this is premeditated t- takes it to a whole nother level. It'll be one thing if she just caught on video being Looney Tunes, but the fact that she had one of her loved ones, her husband's, participating in the act, that takes it to a whole nother level. Did the Lions dance back? How did they enjoy the show? With the, any word on what they did? It didn't say anything in the uh, story if, if about the Lions. I mean, it's amazing that they didn't, they didn't attack her. Well, you know... There is a theory that says that some people can be reincarnated into another life. So maybe the lion really was like a long-lost cousin or a long-lost uncle that got reincarnated into the body of the lion, and she recognized him in the lion. I was like, hey, yeah, I remember you from my past life. There's a possibility. Well, I think most of us, Coleman, it's it's it's... Life is enough just dealing with the life that we that we're living right now to start start thinking about maybe we lived before or time travel or or things like that. That's why I, I've got I've, I've got a friend who he, he talks to the dead and and he's always asked me if I was interested in that and I said, look I have enough I have a tough enough time dealing with people who are alive right now um. But if reincarnation is real, a lion would be something cool to come back as. Maybe not a lion at the zoo, but like a lion in the wild, like a real lion, the king of the jungle, you know? Well, the woman who who jumped the barrier at the Bronx Zoo lion exhibit, and she danced with roses and tossed cash at the large feline. Cha-ching! While her husband video recorded it, that's the it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. We just started our commercial free ride right now. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.